What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 31 of 900 Things I Hate, the podcast where we gradually go insane as we analyze this incredibly long list of things that Wyatt hates. I'm your host for today's episode, Daylin Turk, and joining me today is Shelby Turk. Hi. And Wyatt Gregory. Gregory, Gregory, Gregory. Last night, and not before, there was three women walking down the street that way. I saw them. I said, hey, you three women, why are y'all walking down the street that way? There's nothing down there. And they flew away. I said, oh, there were some birds. <laughs> birds aren't real. <laughs> they flew away. <laughs> no, but that's a, that's a I know. Uh, video meme thing. How do you... So, how do you come up with these things that you say? Like, do you just, like, decide? Do you do research? Uh, I just uh, think of it, and then I do it. I wish I wish my decisions in life were that easy. I mean, it's it's only, like, every three weeks that I have to come up with something. It's actually every week. That's not... Oh, but it's when you introduce. Mm, that's not, yeah. like, too much pressure for you? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, last time when Neva did it, I was going to do that one because I thought Dalen was going to do it, but mm. then I thought Nevo might cut me off because it was too long, so then I did another one like on the spot. Yeah. That's very good. Which wasn't but very good. But speaking uh, of Neva, she's not here. Yep. She, yeah, she, she, she was in a tragic ATV accident. Yes, um, but she had to see the sunset first. It was very important that she saw the sunset yes. first. Well, Dalen, She that's... rode into the sunset and then drove off a cliff. <laughs> Dang it, why it took my joke. <laughs> she literally okay. rode off into the sunset. Yeah, um, so Neva won't be with us uh, for another two weeks, yes. and then she will be resurrected just as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. For another two weeks or for another week? Well, this is one. The next one's two. So okay, two... But... Two episodes. Yes. And, and and yeah, next week she has a uh, snowmobile uh, accident schedule. Yes. <laughs> she, she has a busy She's schedule to for keep the insurance up. money. Honestly, that's why I'm trying to slowly kill Dalen so I can get money exactly. from our insurance. But he's not cooperating. He just keeps being healthy. Five hundred thousand yeah, exactly. dollars. Dalen, why don't you just stop being healthy? Right. <laughs> that's what I said. It's really selfish. Why can't you just die? <laughs> I would be so much happier if I had half a million dollars. Wouldn't we? Well, it's like I always say. I'm like, I don't need half a million. All I need is like thirty thousand. Like, no, give me I just, need the full just half. Just give a me million. like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's like, like I'm, good. I'm not. I'm not selfish. I'm not greedy. I don't need a million, but probably like eight hundred fifty thousand would be enough. <laughs> <laughs> just round it off. You know, I mean, that's really all I need is like nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> That's really all I need. Yeah, yeah that extra monster. dollar, send it to charity. So, exactly. so let me ask you guys something. Um, would you rather have a million dollars or a billion dollars? Um, probably a uh, million dollars. Because you, ha- you have to think about the little guy, you know? Well, and you got to think, million dollars, you're in that million dollar tax bracket. You don't want to be in the billion dollar tax bracket. Like, pff, that's ridiculous. Well, no, because if you're if you're a billionaire, then you're probably going to get like some bailouts. Like, That's only gonna... if you own a business, Dalen, you fool. Well, I'm sure if you're a billionaire, you can start a business pretty easy. I don't. Like if you're a billionaire, everyone on Instagram is going to hate you. That's actually a true statement. Or want to be you. Uh, speaking of billionaires and Instagram, have y'all seen that Kylie Jenner and her best friend Stassi are morphing into the same person with plastic surgery? It's weird. Uh, like, like legit? 
Yeah, they Wait, legit like human centipede style. Yes, um, <laughs> they've gotten so much plastic surgery that they had to just start fusing them together. Uh, but no, they do look like twins now because they've had so much plastic surgery done to look like each other. That's so weird. It's that would wild. Be great. Uh, I don't Stassi, understand. like two years ago, was like a white blonde girl, and now she looks identical to Kylie Jenner. But Kylie Jenner is a self-made millionaire or billionaire, billionaire. Or whatever. Sorry. Self-made. Now they can now they can do driving tests for each other and stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> the most like important. What a life. You know what you have to yes. do though in order to be prepared for your driving test? Oh you you have to study, which is number two hundred and thirty on our list. Studying. Um so I think I've like only the only times I've ever studied, which has been like twice, and <laughs> they were both in eighth grade. Um, oh my god. But uh the only times I've really studied um other than that have been uh right before the test like a few mm-hmm. minutes before the test when you like get the get like uh, or when you look at your notes and you just memorize everything that actually has worked more times than you would think but uh uh yeah i i've always like done well on tests like in spanish one i didn't do any of the homework but i got an a plus on every test so i didn't have to worry about it uh, it's literally always been the smartest kid in the house. It's so I, obnoxious. He's so exactly, smart. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's why I chose to be a millionaire over a billionaire. Ha ha. Yes. No, I feel it's that like, like I didn't study a ton in high school in high school um, where I learned. That's, when we, this, that's where we learned to cut ice sculptures. Yes, exactly. Um, but no, like I never did. And I'm because I'm the type of person where I learn like through an interactive lecture, through asking questions, discussion, like me just reading out of a book, I'm not going to retain much of that. <laughs> so so I really never studied a ton. I did in college a bit, but like if I'm going to just sit down and be like, I'm going to study this book on American economics for 30 minutes, I'm not going to retain any of it. Okay. Um but uh, like in, in Spanish one, I, I remember in Spanish one, I was like, like one of the best uh, kids in the class. Not talking about Spanish, of course. I'm talking about just, I was the best person in the class. But uh, <laughs> Just morally. <it> would... <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, I, uh, I got like there was one test where everybody got mad. Like most people got like a C minus or less. And uh, and they were all like, you didn't teach us any of this. Like they were all like rioting. They were like, what is this? Like, I mean. Like they they had like parents emailing the teacher it's and like stuff saying like, you the never taught down. this, and it was like a, a huge thing. Like I got an email, I didn't know about it until I got an email about the teacher. Uh, I, I I felt really good about it. this. Is the only time I've ever felt good about my grades. But it was uh when the teacher uh, asked uh, when the teacher asked mom, she was like, uh, or, or no no no, the teacher said that most people got a bad grade on the test, and saying that she was going to do something to help them get some of that back. Uh, and uh, she, uh, like, mom asked me, she was like, uh, what grade did you get on that test? And I looked and I got an A+. Plus. <laughs> but yeah. Sucks to but suck. E- even the test that the teacher didn't, <laughs> that the teacher didn't teach. But yeah. Uh, but if I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask a question for you guys. Uh, but it's uh, like, what would you do differently as a teacher? Like, like to be the cool teacher with a different kind of grading, uh, like strategy thing. Uh, but I, uh, I'm going to say that I have always wanted, um, like with homework, I'll give them homework, like for the unit. 
but if they get i think like at least an a like like a minus like at least an a minus on the test then all of their homework gets like filled in because basically that that means that you you mastered the the thing if you got uh like a good enough grade on the test and of course i'll like make sure that nobody's cheating uh by being that one teacher everybody hates by walking around and stuff but uh you make sure nobody cheats and uh, you just like fulfill all of their homework if they get a good enough grade on the test because that means that the homework would be pointless if they were already going to get that those points well see i like that but i also want to do the flip side where if you uh do all of your homework and then do badly on the test then your homework counts a little bit more because i suck at test taking like test taking makes me really nervous and i'll know everything that's i'm supposed to know like i'll be able to do it but especially with like math tests i just get so paranoid about it that i do really poorly even though i know the stuff and it's super frustrating yeah, yeah. But I would also be, I feel like I would be a pretty decent professor because I would be like, you can take a page full of notes, like whatever. And like my favorite professor in the whole world, what he did for us was that all of our tests were were um, either short answer or essay. So like they had like multiple prompts basically and you had to respond, but he would give you all of them before. So like he'd give you a list of like, 20 different prompts that might be on the test and then he would pick 10 and so you didn't know if they were going to be long or short or whatever but like there if you did poorly on the test like really poorly that was entirely your fault because he literally gave you the questions and i really liked that and they were good questions like you had to know your stuff but like Mm -hmm. he let you know what do you guys think are the like what's the test that you were the like most nervous for ever? Um I I mean I I've been like the most nervous probably for my um my my freshman year English uh that one I I was I was really scared for the final because it like pro- it, it definitely like determined whether I passed the class or not. Like the final could have destroyed my entire <laughs> life, make or break. But yeah, but uh, I uh, the the final actually saved me. I got a good grade on the final, even though I barely did anything in the class. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, um, I have I have noticed that sometimes on a multiple choice uh, 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 like questions, I can usually like predict what the answer is just based on like the format and everything, mm-hmm. and what I think the teacher wants me to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is was my accounting class, counting one hundred one when I was in fr- when I was a sophomore in college, and I freaking hated that class. I had to take it twice before I passed. And when you walked in on the first day, the professor gave this long speech about how fifty percent of people fail his class and Jesus. only like five percent get an A. And he was super harsh. He was a terrible teacher. He didn't have office hours. Like, it was brutal. And then for the final that year, they started doing it so that everybody in accounting took the final together. So, like, four big lecture halls worth of people took the final at once in one mega lecture hall. That's so hardcore. So, there's, like, 300 people literally in this hall. 
And they didn't want, you could have like a basic calculator, but you couldn't have a, like a scientific one or whatever, the bigger mm-hmm. ones. Right. Um, graphing calculator. And they didn't allow phones. And so they were like patrolling to make sure that no one was cheating because there were so many places to like hide things. But it was the creepiest feeling because there were so many people and so many teachers just like wandering around and like looking over your shoulder. And it was the worst test. And I did terrible. But like I already knew going into that final, like the chances of me passing the class are so low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember there was one. Actually, there was a few, but there was one. And I think it was my would have been my sophomore year of college. And it was just. Um, I think it was American History 2 or whatever. And the it was like two weeks before, and it was like the end of the semester final. Um, my backpack had been stolen the first time. And <laughs> my backpack's been stolen twice, but this was the first <sighs> time. And I lost, and I had every single notebook, every single p pe- everything for all of my classes were in that backpack. So I had nothing. And... I remember going to this final and it's, you know, you have, it's basically just like a bunch of essays and they give you prompts. And I was like, I literally wrote, and so you get these little blue books. They're like five inches by six inches. And that's what you use for like essays in college. Um, And I wrote, I was like, to be honest with you, my backpack was stolen. I lost all my notes. I couldn't prepare for these, but here, like, let me, like I, you know, here's a prompt that I could answer. And so I wrote, you know, like an eight paragraph essay about like another <laughs> like prompt that I just came up with. And I can't remember what it was, but I was like, let me tell you about this in American history. And they gave me like a 96%. You know what? That was nice. Um, and that was so, a nice thing for them to do. <laughs> so luckily they were, you know, they liked my essay at least. And they were nice enough that they understood. But I remember I was just like, I haven't been able to study any of this because there was like a book that we had to read that was a huge part of the final and I could I didn't get a chance to finish the book and so I was just stressed freaking out and I was like guys <laughs> come on and it was such a long shot but they went for it and so it was a huge relief but it's yeah, just so I, stressful uh, like have have you guys ever cheated on a test I've cheated on um his uh I took an online class the history of rock and roll and I cheated on that final um because everyone like everybody knows that you do the professor is literally like yeah like it's the history of rock and roll. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I have never cheated on a test because I'm not a terrible person. So um, I haven't cheated go, on Dalen. like an important test. I didn't. <laughs> All like, tests are important. I didn't like cheat on my ACT. I was uh, in my Spanish three class. Oh. Um, it that class was terrible. You were forced to like memorize these big long list of vocab words, and you would get one every week, and you would just have to mm. memorize all of them. And then go through and you know say them in there. If there, if it's a verb, you have to say, you have to do every every single ending, like every conjugation. And it's like you have to, yeah, you have to mem- you have to remember all the conjugations for every kind of word. And but the teacher never actually taught us this stuff. She just like told it to us once, and then expected everyone to remember that. And then I know it 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 felt like she didn't teach us everything. But that that entire class was just memor- memorization. 
but now Spanish four was a lot better. Now I'm going to Spanish five and I'm not nervous at all, except I totally am. But, uh, <laughs> I, um, except that's a lie. But anyway, the teacher, she told us that cause she made us grade our own test. She was like the, one of the laziest teachers I've ever had. That sucks. Uh, she, especially for a, like a foreign language teacher. Yeah. She made us, uh, she made us grade our own, uh, test. She always gave us like textbook assignments. Yeah. Uh, but she, uh, she told us, <laughs> I mean, obviously you're not going to believe her, but she told us that she took pictures of everyone's tests individually to make sure that you didn't change anything. <laughs> it's like you did not take like a Can you imagine pictures. how much work that would be to not only like yeah. take pictures of every test, but then go back and check every single yeah. test. I there's, <laughs> a, there's a smudge. I feel like I would be good at like as a like especially as a professor like doing lectures and you know having like class discussions and whatnot. But my God, I do not want to grade homework and tests. That sounds but, awful. But anyway, we had to grade our own tests, and it, there was a substitute because uh, the teacher, uh, her husband, was either I think her husband was like in an accident or I. Oh my God! No, was husband, it an ATV accident? <laughs> Yes, she riding yes, into she the sunset. Actually, he was actually there with Neva. She ah. was the mistress. But, uh, <laughs> oh wow! She was. Uh, 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 she had to. Her husband had uh, this like eye surgery or something, so she had to leave for like a week. Um, and we had this other substitute. He, we had him every day for that week, and uh, he was this old German guy, uh, <laughs> probably like like eighty years old, like seventy five years old, and he. Uh, he like never paid attention. He, I mean, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's 75 years old. You're going to give him a break, but he's just sitting at the desk, looking at the computer with his bifocals down on his nose. <laughs> and he, uh, and like, he never paid attention to the, to the class. I mean, he was entertaining when he talked, but anyway, he wasn't looking for any of that time. And everybody like, like ev everyone in that class was terrible at Spanish. And so when, when everybody had to like walk around the room and talk to someone in Spanish, you, you couldn't do it with anybody. You couldn't learn anything because everyone was terrible. That's tough. But, uh, uh, but anyway, everybody was cheating on that test and because the teacher wasn't looking and I thought, okay, because I got like a terrible grade, but, fine. uh, in, in, uh, I think my freshman year I had the civics teacher and uh, he was he was terrible. I think he was stepping in for another actually good teacher. <laughs> and he he all of our tests were including the final. All of our tests were on Quizlet. Huh? And I don't know if you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so it's like you, he just put the flashcards in there and we had to for the final. We had to memorize all the amendments. Yeah. And I actually since I had the flashcard, I could just memorize the sentences and not really know what they mean. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I can I recite the words. That's it. Yeah, I actually spent a long time studying that, and I got all the amendments perfectly. I don't remember like any of them now, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's but... like the quintessential like explanation of the American education system. Exactly. But uh, now, uh, but you could just go into because they didn't have any kind of monitoring device. All you had to do was do the test random format thing. And then get it, get them all right when it was like 10 different things you had to do. Because it wasn't even all the amendments. It just picked like 10 random ones. And then you had to, you know, answer it uh, correctly. And if you if you uh, got one wrong, you could just go back and retake it. Oh, yeah. And then you just you just went up to the and, and he was he was OK with it. He just told us if you if you get anything wrong, 
then you could just uh, you could just go back and do it again. Um, and he literally basically like encouraged cheating. He was like, here's all the answers before the test, because also he gave us all the answers like like mm-hmm. a, a few weeks before the test. And uh, yeah, so you could just open up another tab and look at the answers. He was ready to retire. <laughs> exactly. So I had this one professor. Uh, sorry, Dr. Aaron, if you're listening. Um, oh, my God. But uh, she was actually like a decent professor and I did well in her class. But I had to learn literally everything outside of class because, and this is a good segue to our next segment, so I'm really proud of myself right now. She wore bright ass red lipstick all the time, Mm. but it was like really, really, really cheap red lipstick. So it was on her teeth. It was like there'd be like smudges like above her lip. And all I could do was stare at her mouth and just be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, ah, and I could not yeah. listen. Which the kid with the us... A plus in that class had lipstick all over his face. Ah, ah, no. But, <laughs> which uh, leads you, us you to could... bright and dark lipstick, which Wyatt hates. Yes. You can't even see her face because it's blinding. It's like when the sniper aims at you and you can see it shining. <laughs> right, you. you see the glisten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, I just uh, there there was a, a a video I saw uh, for like like BuzzFeed or something. It's that like, like celebrities try like ten new things or something mm-hmm. like something that they'd never tried before. And uh, one of them it was with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, the girl who plays oh. uh, Claire from yep. Jurassic World. Yes, yes. And she she like the challenge was to bite into an apple and like get a chunk out um, without messing <laughs> without up your lipstick. lipstick without getting lipstick on the apple. And I was like, I was like, after seeing that, why would you want to wear lipstick? <laughs> like, basically, it's like a, it's like a, like a bomb that you give to someone with a very sensitive button. Mm-hmm. And you say like, it looks amazing because I bedazzled it. And then, but, but don't touch the very sensitive button or else it blows up. Okay. So basically, it's terrible. So, some women look so freaking good, though, in these, like, bold, bright, cool lipstick colors or, like, super dark, like, sultry lipstick colors. But what I freaking hate, and I can't, and I blame the Kardashian family for this 1,000%, and I don't appreciate it, is overdrawing your lips to the point where, like, you can see your lip is obviously not that big. Mm-hmm. And they draw it like halfway up to their nose and then like halfway down to their chin and you they mean, fill like, it in. Cheryl Blossom from Riverdale? Yes, except for those are her actual lips. <laughs> She's just got huge, terrible lips. But yeah, it's horrifying. And then you see pictures of them like, you know, when we had things like red carpets and social functions. And you're just like looking at their face and you're like, dude, I can see where your lip ends. And then it's just color up to the yeah, rest just- of it. It just looks like your your like Bethesda character customization menu. <laughs> You're just messing around with everything. <laughs> I feel like that would be kind of gross to be like a like a busboy at a restaurant or something, and you like get a glass and it's just covered in like lip oh, marks. It's so that, gross. Uh, that sounds... It gets on silverware and oh yeah, and then straws are the worst because they use straws so it doesn't mess up your mm-hmm. lipstick. So it goes inside, but it leaves marks on the straw, <laughs> and then they leave the straw. And for some reason, that freaks me out more yeah. than the cup. And some lipsticks don't freaking come off in the dishwasher, so then you have to like hand wash this glass because it has lipstick stuck on it. I wonder why like, lipstick started. 
if it's to be pretty okay if it's like not for like a theme like a cosplay or some kind of cool looking thing that you're going to post on instagram where it's like i don't know it looks like galaxy theme or i, I don't know but like if you're not, not dressing up as rosie the riveter like <laughs> <laughs> yes if you're not dressing up as an intergalactic being uh then uh, dark lipstick well and bright lipstick just any lipstick it it doesn't look good okay i don't i don't i don't get it Okay, but this is how we're going to know if Neva ever listens to the podcast, because I'm about to give her a big compliment. Neva looks freaking bomb in these weird-ass colored lipsticks, because Neva has huge lips, and they look so good. She wears, like, green and orange and purple, and they look so good. See, I'm not into that, because, like, you know, like, I'm not about, like, the artificial look. Like, so I'm like, okay, you have pink lipstick, does nothing for me. Well, you know, my ex-boyfriend liked baby pink lipstick. Oh so no. Different types. I'm just so, I'm just like not about <laughs> it at all. So why you've never seen a girl and been like, "Hot damn, that lipstick looks kissable." <laughs> kissable. Uh, no. no. I do not want my <laughs> I didn't I don't want to wear face paint from somebody's lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh it's it's a good thing I don't have much experience with that. And I, and I won't. But uh, it's great. <laughs> I will never have to experience that. What if your anyway, wife loves lipstick? Uh, what if your wife doesn't exist? That's the real question. But <laughs> oh anyway. Oh, my God. He's so skeptical. <laughs> you know anyway, what else? All, Go ahead. All it does is, like, it, it takes time to put on, and it doesn't look good, and <laughs> it, it gets on anyone you kiss and anything you eat. Okay, so, but, yeah. but... Picture, picture this, guys. It's actually a chilly fall day this oh, time, God. and oh, we're walking, God. we're walking downtown in Austin, and then you see Neva, and she's coming with like her hair is like done, and she's wearing like grungy kind of flannel, flannel, and then like ripped jeans and her witch boots, and then she's got like some dark purple lipstick on, and then the the uh, was it accoutrement or. Yeah. Whatever. Some fancy French word that means like the 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 shifts kiss. The piece de resistance. Yes, is her necklace that you're like, oh, that looks super cool. And then she pulls it out and she stabs you multiple times because it's a knife. Mm. And that is. Oh my god, (laughs) Jesus! Do you see these? I was like, where are you going with this? Guys, I am on fire today. It's 233 people who always carry a knife. And Neva has a knife necklace that she wears often. It is so attractive when people kill you. <laughs> <There, laughs> Isn't it? There is nothing I love more than homicide. <laughs> exactly. And, but yeah, basically, like, if you're on a camping trip, you can have a pocket knife with you just in case there's a, a bear trying to steal your cheese wheel or something. And, uh, You're gonna attack but, a bear with a pocket knife? When he steals no. your cheese wheel, you will attack hey, him hey, with whatever you have. Yeah, exactly, that is devotion right there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough motivation. But uh, like, uh, I mean, I mean, you don't need a knife if you're in a house. Like, if you're if you're stranded out true. in the middle of nowhere. Why it? I, I, I mean, a pocket knife. Well, what happens if? You're just chilling, and you you decide you want to dig into your cheese wheel, but all of your kitchen knives are dirty. You or, whip out your pocket knife. Yeah. What if you're sitting on the couch, and you have an apple, and you're like, I want to eat this apple, but I'm wearing lipstick. Can't bite into it. 
what you gonna do unless your father has a pocket knife and then right you can there? Eat your apple slices off the blade like a cool person. Yeah. Shout or out Michael like, Steele. You can get an apple slicer and just push it down in the apple and then you'll have, you know, the slices of apple. Wyatt, you think I'm some kind of wealthy, posh princess who has an apple slicer? No. Yes. I am grunge. All I have is pocket knives. All I have are serrated pocket knives. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to I'm going to say that uh like uh Mike uh, our stepdad, he will cut like tomatoes and stuff. And like like <laughs> with I a mean, pocket knife. Yes. And uh, yeah, of course we have like kitchen knives and stuff. What what would what would be appropriate to cut a tomato with? But he'll just get out a pocket knife and be like, hey, everybody, everybody, look over here. I'm cutting a tomato. Did because it see? slices so crisply. So cri- No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Does a knife slice knife. crisply? Yes. If it's Maybe the tomato when, is crisp. When they're really as sharp old. as Michael Steele's are, it's like, whoosh, I get, it's really I get, cool. Like a crisp also, edge. Also, another point. Sometimes I don't freaking know where the knives are in the house, okay? I feel okay, like they move every time. What you hey, use hey, what knives... if there's a serial killer in your house? What are you supposed to do then? Shelby's Pocket, knife. The knives are. Pocket knife. Shelby's use of knives is so frustrating <laughs> though. Like she'll will like okay. We'll have lettuce and she'll try and cut like the head like romaine like a head of romaine lettuce with a paring knife. Or she'll try and cut klobosnik with just like a kitchen knife rather than a bread knife. Or she'll try and like cut meat in half with like an like once again a, a paring knife. And Wyatt, I'm like, yo, just use a kitchen. Do you see knife. anything wrong yeah. with this? She'll try to like cut a loaf of bread. She'll grab the scissors and grab on the blade and then like hit it with the handle. <laughs> like, and I'm like, no, your job will be much more successful if you use the proper knife. She's like, well, but it has a sharp edge. Yeah, what does it matter? Because they're made for different applications, and when but you use why? them for the proper application, you're gonna get sued by because the owner of the company. You shouldn't use a curved <laughs> paring knife to dice up a tomato. Why? Because it that's works. not what it's. <laughs> no, but that's when you end up with this weird smushed tomato chunks. That's because our knives are dull. No, because guess what? I can use a chef's knife, and even if our chef's knife is dull, I can still dice a tomato up. He's he's lying, everybody. Our knives get so dull that they will not break the skin of a tomato. (laughs) No, what if what if you get like a small guillotine, like a (laughs) like a mini guillotine? You put you put like you want to mince like thyme or something, and you put it under there, and then you just switch the placement after every uh, after every chop, and you Mm. do it like five hundred times, and then you have minced thyme. Okay, but and and you mince the thyme, and you spend a lot of time doing it. Okay, but fun fact: restaurants have those for onions, and they Mm -hmm. look like little like chicken wire, almost like to checks. And it's a guillotine thing, and you put your onion there after you like peel it, and you cut the end off, and then you hold the thing at the top, and you go. Ow. And, <laughs> the microphone. Yeah. and then it like shoves it through and then you have diced onions and it's the best. We had one at Sano and we used it for onions and we used it for bell peppers. But you can also use it for potatoes, for french fries, if you like. Now, imagine if there was a, a kitchen appliance where it uh, the bottom rotates and uh, the, the middle, it has like a, a thing that comes down. Uh, like once every two or uh, uh, like like once every half a second or something. And it, it's like it's like a cross with uh, with four blades. And then uh, but the bottom the bottom of the container rotates and you put stuff in there and it like minces it for you. 
just in in case you're too lazy. I was about to say, that seems a lot harder than what we just described. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there seems like a lot of, like, moving parts there. Okay, Wyatt, let me tell you about this other... TV items for you. This other kitchen appliance. It's pretty cool. It's kind of similar. So, if you don't want to cut things, but you also want things to spin, you take these, uh, these meals, you could almost say, that you buy from the store... And you put them in this contraption that spins them around while sending like gamma rays no, into it's, them. Yeah, what? That's the same and thing. And then you have food, no knives needed. Yep, this is my gamma wave. Your gamma wave? Yeah, it's literally called wave. a microwave. What are you talking about, Dalen? Um, you. What do you mean no, gamma rays? The gamma rays are are. Small, That's what's shooting through. Yeah. No, it's shooting microwaves. <laughs> no. Do you want your tuna salad to turn into the Hulk? My God, why would yes. you put tuna salad in a microwave? I don't know. Don't you eat hot tuna salad? <laughs> Not out of a microwave, and that's a tuna melt. You Still do it though. in a pan, you fool. I love the idea of, like, oh, my God, we should go to, like, the next, like, tech convention and be like, here it is. <laughs> you all know we've had the microwave for years, but we want to take it another step. We have the gamma wave. <laughs> it's this giant box that you, it's like we put in, like... Uh, just like a whole turkey into the gamma wave and it comes out and it's just this giant monstrous turkey. <laughs> it comes it out like a pile of ashes. Oh like, a pile, like, like a puddle of goop at the bottom. Oh, it's like Willy Wonka gone wrong. Using yes. gamma waves to cook our no, food Imagine now. if there was a rated R Willy Wonka where they all died. Honestly, be awesome. it should be. Willy Wonka is a horrifying movie if you actually watch it, it. The kid falls in the chocolate river and then a shark made out of chocolate comes <laughs> over and eats him. There's like so much blood. There's just so much blood. That's what's in the middle of cherry cordials. It's not cherry like gooey it's, stuff. It's blood. It's blood. Fat boy blood. Yeah, Why they, it? They, if it? If it's rated, rated R and it's supposed to be a scary movie, they wouldn't have to change the Oompa Loompas at all. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. They're horrifying. Wyatt, do you have a pocket knife? Uh, I have two pocket knives. I was actually going to talk about that. Uh, but uh, Mike, he gave me a pocket knife Sounds like maybe right. five years ago or something. Like six, yeah. seven years. I don't know. A long time ago. And... Uh, and then I literally never used it. Um, and then he gave me another one, like maybe two months ago. And it's a it's a better pocket knife. And he's like, he he. I guess he thought that Neva had my old one. And he was like, I guess uh, like since Neva took your old one, uh, like here's this here's this new one. And I was like, she didn't take the old one. And he was like, oh. And it kind of sounded like he was disappointed because he expected that was the reason why I didn't use it. <laughs> Uh, Mike and or mom, if you're listening, for my birthday and Christmas, I need a new pocket knife and or a pocket necklace. What do you mean you need a new? What? You take all mine. I. T- what do you mean I take all of yours? I have none. What's the point of putting a necklace no, in your pocket? I'm pretty sure Nita takes all of yours. I want it in my yours. pocket. I want it on my neck. I have. Well, you said uh, you said a, a pocket necklace. Yeah. I have two. I'm pretty sure Neva takes all yours because she always feels unsafe, so she just comes in and takes our knives. Well, either way, Mom, Dad, I need more knives. Oh, there was like one time Mike was, I think it was when he was here working on Neva's car, and he had this little flashlight, and I was like, oh, that's a cool flashlight. And he was like, here, have it. It was, <laughs> like, And it was a cool flashlight. I'm like, okay, thanks. And he's like, yeah, I glued this clip so you can clip it to your belt, and it's chargeable. And I was like, thanks, Mike. 
I appreciate it. You can uh, take all the knives that people keep giving you and you keep losing or something. Neva keeps taking you. You take all the knives after you have like 200 and you can like tie them on, on strings uh, from the ceiling for like a Halloween party or something. So everybody feels scared when they come over. You can just tie a bunch of knives to the ceiling. Ooh, we can and, do like, that and then put Neva's uh, mannequin heads in the windows. With like exactly. flames, mm-hmm. ooh, that'd be. There fun. was one time Neva took one of my knives because she had to go to the store or something, and she was scared. And I was like, "Okay, take it." And so, it's like a couple months later, like weeks later, whatever. And I was like, "Hey, where's my knife?" She's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Well, the knife that you took." She's like, "I never took one of your knives," and she was adamant that she never took one of my knives. Where oh, did I? No. Where did I find that knife? There was the a glove, drug dealer at in the, the glove store. box of her car. Oh, did yeah. you tell her? I didn't. She's like, "Well, I don't know how that got there," and I was like. <laughs> Uh, you put it there. No, I think there was a drug dealer at the grocery store, and he was like, "I'll give you some. I'll give you some heroin if you get me a pocket knife." <laughs> this exact pocket knife. <laughs> so I, so I have my. It's once again a knife that Mike gave me, um, and uh, it's a Gerber, Mister Bear Grills. Um, and so I take it every day to work and I'll take it if we go to town. I have like in my shorts pockets, there's like the pocket that's specially made for your phone. Instead, I use it for my knife. So what are your thoughts on me taking my knife to work every day? I don't know. You seem like the kind of guy to uh, you You go to work and somebody has some music on like at their at their desk, their earbuds, or their earbuds, their earbuds, their earbuds. Are, too, are too loud. And you can hear their music, so then you start break dancing. You start getting really into it, and you accidentally <laughs> break dance onto your knife. Oh, oh my no! God. That went a completely different. You could you could <laughs> land wrong and stab your scrotum. Oh, exactly. Oh, that. Do you ever hear where, like like drunk people at a party and they jump and they smash a table and their keys are in their pocket? Uh, yeah. Or mm. Andy from the office who break dances exactly. and then jumps and his keys are in his pocket mm. and he stabs his scrotum. And then Pam has to drive him to the hospital on the eve of her wedding. Have you guys seen I Am Legend? No. Uh, yes, but it was a long time ago, so, and I didn't like it. It's the scene. But no, it's a scene where Will Smith gets tricked, and he's like hanging upside down, so he has to cut like this rope because he has it around his ankle. So he cuts it, and he falls, but then the knife stabs him in the thigh, and that just sounds awful. Do you, um, do you rem- didn't we have a conversation in an episode a while ago of whether we would be sh- like like to be shot or stabbed? And- yeah, and everyone <laughs> argued with me, and I was obviously right. Well, but why didn't you say that you would rather be stabbed? Yeah, or no, <laughs> no. Why it said you would rather be shot? No, it's wrong. You would rather be stabbed because of that person. Then, first of all, it's probably going to be minor damage because it's a knife oh, and it's probably okay. pretty small. And then, second of all, they're right there, so you can like beat the crap out of them. And be like, stop stabbing me, gun. Okay, they I, could be a mile away. No, I couldn't talk because Mike just came in. But oh. uh, what up, Mike? It it was uh, no. I said I would rather be stabbed be- or I would rather be shot because it's not about the damage and it's it's not about. Well, the like, you know, the 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 like risk of dying, uh, or like the like rate, the chance of dying. It's 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 about how scary it is because a gun is just a bullet and it happens super oh quickly, God. 
and a knife is slow. You have to witness it. No! I, Why are you watching the person stab you? React! Fight back! This is... Well, what we, do you we mean? Well, I mean, you're gonna this. see yourself get stabbed. Well, yeah, but you can also be like, like I am actively beating you, I rather than a gun who's scoping in on you. Way the fuck away. You don't even know what happened. You just get shot. You seem incredibly confident of your self-awareness while you're being stabbed. Like, I feel like... If there is a person stabbing me, I think I know that there is a person there. But I feel okay, like... Okay, but Shelby... When you get stabbed, your body's going to go into, like, immediate shock. It's absolutely not, because I'm in fight-or-flight mode, and I am fight. So I will okay, fight. Okay, but Shelby, Shelby, you just said that, like, it just happens, and you have already been shot. Like, you get shot so quickly... And that's not scary because it happens so quick. Then you watch yourself over. bleed out and die alone because everyone yeah, else is a mile away. Yeah, you don't see the bullet away. go in. Oh, my God. No, you are all wrong. You <laughs> are all instantly. wrong. Actually, I have super quick vision, so I, I see the bullet. You can't my body. even see anything. <laughs> you are blind. No, I, I, I actually want to talk about um, there's this kid, uh, Ashton. I know. That is a I, terrible name. Ashton Kutcher. Exactly. He is terrible. But um, <laughs> I. Uh, um, one time he, he brought a gas mask to school and oh somehow nobody stopped him and he just wore a gas mask throughout the entire day. I mean, you can wear and, one. Uh, You're just stupid. Yep, exactly. But um, Or prepared. Exactly. He saw <laughs> this. He saw what's happening now. He saw it in a dream he had, so he thought he would prepare by wearing a gas mask. Anyway, um, but uh, he for that speech I said, the passionate speech where I talked about the the teacher's Yes. Uh, he His speech was about the NRA. And <laughs> I think it was called, uh, like, how the NRA didn't do anything wrong or something. <laughs> like, how, how Straight the NRA to the point. isn't bad. <laughs> and, uh, okay. And, um, but his, I remember the main uh, sentence that I got from it was him, him saying, uh, I remember he said uh, that I should be able to get whatever kind of gun I want to protect my house. And he even said he should be able to get a bazooka to protect his family. Sir. Nope. N no. <laughs> and he didn't even say, he didn't even say rocket launcher. He just like, I need a bazooka to protect my family. Maybe, maybe so like, he You're meant, gonna kill your family. <laughs> maybe he meant the bubble gum. He needed bazooka exactly. zooka bubble gum. Here is my thing about people being like, I need a rocket launcher to defend my family. Against I'm, what? I'm like, okay. Or like, I need against a tyrannical government. I'm like, okay. If the United States all of a sudden decides, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go against the people, we're gonna militaristically like fight the people, we're gonna sh shut you up and and and, and take your guns and put put you away. Um, the government has fighter jets and nukes and AC-130s and much larger advanced weaponry than that, like, your rocket launchers, yeah, you're gonna do nothing. Uh, yeah, plus they have all of the birds, air quotes. <laughs> you think those are just drones watching us? Trust me, the CIA knows about your rocket launcher, Mr., like, Gary. Mr. Gary. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what the CIA also knows? Uh, the, uh, how you greet people in the morning? Morning. Okay. So this is 235 all of us, people who say morning. 
yes, emphasis on the apostrophe. Morning. But, uh, uh, I you can say uh, good morning and good day. You can you could say good evening <laughs> good if it's day. not morning anymore. Um, but uh, just the word morning doesn't mean anything. Morning. I mean, like you just like morning. I mean, morning like, does mean something. It means. Well, I mean, you're just you're just telling them what time of day it is. <laughs> morning. Well, what if well, it's just? Well, that's the same as afternoon. Like what if? Yeah, what but if, that's all, that also doesn't mean anything. I would love like you have every time you greet somebody at the time of day, you have to declare the time of day and how it is. So if someone's like "Good morning," you can just be like "Bad morning." But that's no, actually what happens. Like morning, afternoon, evening. Why it's well, right? Yeah. It actually is just saying the time of day. Oh my god! <laughs> you're you're right. It is the evening. <laughs> okay, but that's like if it's somebody's birthday, you go up to them and you're like birthday. Tuesday. <laughs> you you like yeah. get ready for dinner. You're like dinner. Yes. <laughs> like sounds like you're ordering someone around. Oh my god! Dinner. It's like oh a god. waitress comes up and and she's like, oh, so how do you like your steak? And you're just like steak. <laughs> <laughs> like because you would you would normally say good steak. <laughs> steak. Good steak. <laughs> I would like it to be good. I would not like it to be bad. Thank you. Oh my god. Also evening. <laughs> also an evening steak. People who eat steak in the morning, I cannot. That's too much. That's too much roughage. Oh, you don't like steak and eggs? No. I would literally barf out my butt for the rest of the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, something that this reminded me of that is also ridiculous. Have y'all ever it's a TikTok thing, but like have y'all ever thought about like people just walk everywhere, you know? Like you walk places. You walk around the house. You need to get off TikTok. <laughs> but what if people like sprinted everywhere <laughs> and I did it in our house and it's just the most ridiculous feeling thing in the world to like you stop and you open the fridge and you grab, you know, like the tomatoes and then you sprint to the counter and then you get you cut St your tomatoes and then you sprint back. <laughs> blistering speed. <laughs> and it's yeah, so it's like funny. it's like you're it's like you're playing a video game like you uh you're just running all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's you start a... a conversation with someone and then just leave. You are keeping <laughs> L2 pulled down. You are. Yes. Uh, Could you yeah. imagine? Grocery stores would be chaotic. <laughs> they would. Yeah, you're just like, like running. Yeah, it's like you're going to talk to one of the guards at a city and you have an axe in your hand and you start sprinting right at him <laughs> just to have a conversation with him. I mean, that's what it's like in like Skyrim. It's the abrupt stop that makes it so great. And just that, like, yeah. you're casually doing things and then sprint. It's like it your great. teacher is, like, writing on the, like, whiteboard and they have to sprint back and forth from each side of the whiteboards. Yes, I, I after I played, uh, after I recorded uh, Resident Evil 2 last night, it was, it was really scary because I met Mr. X, this invincible tall fast guy um i thought and, you said uh, fat oh <laughs> uh, invincible yeah, tall part. fat guy um but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not scary anymore but uh but anyway i sprinted from the bathroom because i was so scared it was terrible did you uh, jump onto your also... bed then what did you sprint from the bathroom and jump onto your bed uh actually i sprinted onto the bed so i did, i stepped <laughs> on the bed and stood on it <laughs> And then I sprinted to laying down, also known as like falling, I don't know, just flopping down. Yeah. Oh, that would be awful. Like you and I, like we're sleeping night, and you have to get up to pee at three in the morning, and you just sprint out of bed. 
<laughs> I might do that later. <laughs> so why? How do you react to people when they tell you, you know, morning? Because I'm pretty sure Mike says just morning, like every yeah. day. <laughs> like, uh, I usually my strategy is to either ignore or avoid. Like you just you <laughs> stay away from them. It's like it's like if you say if they say morning. That doesn't require you to say anything because all they said was morning, and you could be be like, "That's weird." All you said was the time of day, and then leave the room. <laughs> yes, but, it is uh, morning, you idiot. I usually say, I usually say, "Hey," but basically, I don't have to say anything if they don't talk to me. So I just make sure they don't talk to me, and I leave. I really wish that. Oh, hi. Is that is that Bella or is that Evie? That's someone outside the door. <laughs> yeah. Um. I really wish that instead of morning now, like I might just start being like seven a.m., seven forty-five a.m. How do you? Yeah. What are you? So we have your thoughts on them just saying morning, but what like the actual like rhetoric of morning? You know, not morning. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Um, I, I, I mean, I say. I try to I try to say morning with the with the G, but I, I, I don't I mean you can't really tell when you say it wrong, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might be a monster and not know it. <laughs> but, monster. Uh, I've always uh well not always. I actually came up with it like a few weeks ago. Uh and I was like I uh <laughs> I was thinking um I was thinking because mom asked me, um or and I, I told mom, of course she didn't ask me, but I I told her I was like, uh, when I'm an adult, I'm going to give everybody the wrong, like a card for the wrong holiday, like happy anniversary when it's uh, like oh, yeah. day or something. And uh, but uh, you give them the wrong holiday every time. And then I thought, um, like, if somebody's mom dies, you could get them a card that says, I've never been a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah taking jokes too far are you okay yeah i was choking on phlegm oh <laughs> i was trying awesome. to breathe it's like what's happening over there i was trying there was... to breathe past my phlegm and not make a big deal out of it there was this uh there's this oh. scene in what's she doing <laughs> she's hocking up a loogie i oh, wasn't awesome. i was just if you're gonna make a big deal out of it then i'm just gonna breathe <laughs> It's like an entire turkey leg comes out. She's like, oh, that's what it was. Them gamma I... rays. Exactly. But there's this scene in uh, in the show Grimm, which is way better than Supernatural, let me just say. Uh, but uh, it's uh, there's this one scene where they there's like there's like eight people like in the episode like on the trip with them because it's somebody's birthday. They're in this fancy hotel and they greet each other when they're getting coffee. And there's four people and it's terrible because they say morning. Like like sixteen times in one scene, morning, morning, morning. Why, like because everybody's like stepping into the scene. Yeah, just turn it off. Uh, I can't take it. So Wyatt, would you rather be surrounded by teenage girls saying "morning" or by teenage girls saying "yolo"? Do people still uh, say "yolo"? Yep, Yolo no. Stone. It's still a thing there. It's really Gross. terrible. Okay. Which one would you rather? I would probably, I would rather be in a room with people who say morning. Because what if you didn't say they could say good before that? What? 
So they would be saying morning. They could just say good before it. They could say good morning. No, they're only they saying would... morning. Or, oh, um, or YOLO. Would you rather wake up and have someone to say morning or have someone say YOLO? <laughs> <laughs> Which do you want Mike you to do in the kitchen? To get up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I probably probably morning because YOLO is so outdated. I do, I do love the thought of Mike. Like he just got off a shift, you know, a night shift, and Wyatt walks out in his robe or his jeans, if you know, <laughs> depending on the night. If it's four in the morning, and it's like four in the morning, he walks out and gets his coffee, and Mike's just sitting there scrolling through his phone. He says, "Yolo." <laughs> <laughs> that would like, be amazing. <laughs> or like Han Solo's friend, just call him Low for short. Or like Yolo. <laughs> YOLO. YOLO. Flying solo. <laughs> oh, that's but, uh, so good. <laughs> but uh, there's uh, actually, um, oh my God. Actually, um, uh, people who say YOLO, their uh, their lives are shorter because of the hitman who targets them upon request. A, but, a request Does of who? Does he target them with a gun or with a knife? Or with with a... both, actually. It's actually with a with a pistol with a bayonet on it. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. But don't worry. Don't worry. The bayonet is actually the scissors uh, with the handle sticking out. And he doesn't actually shoot you. He just throws the whole thing it's at like you. It's like some yes. weird also, fallout contraption. Also, the scissors bayonet isn't on the bottom of the gun. It's actually in the barrel. So he when he shoots the gun, it never actually hits you. It doesn't. It just, it just bounces somewhere else. <laughs> It's just bouncing around. And you're like, what the hell was that? And that's when he yeah. gets you. It's when you're See, distracted. But then he doesn't he doesn't kill you immediately because he wants to walk up to you and then he points the pistol at you and he says, morning. And then he throws it at your face. Exactly. He actually has a radio station where you can call in and give him somebody's name. And he doesn't even ask any questions. No confirmation. He just, uh, even if they don't say YOLO, he just goes out and kills them. And guess what? That's just coast to coast radio. Do you know how he gets rid of your exactly. body? He puts it in the gamma wave. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it comes back like to life. It you have like a weird speech impediment and you're trying to say gamma ray. The gamma wave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like uh, if, if grandmas, if old ladies had some kind of some kind of weird way that they wave, that would be it. Like a, a grandma g- wave. A gamma. A grandma wave. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think that's going to do it for today's whoa, episode. Whoa, do you have- whoa, whoa, Jesus. Yes, we do have one more thing to talk about. What? We do? Yes. Oh, what? my God. What is the matter with you two? Guys, if you haven't already today, I want you to think about orcas <laughs> and how great they are and how they jump around and how, you know, orcas, they've got ovaries and they maybe have okra. We don't know. We don't know what exactly. goes on in there. But That's we, all. We support and love orcas. <laughs> all uh, you have to do is basically you need to um, like go to you need to go to sleep and set an alarm for maybe like two in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up, you need to um, you need to think about orcas <laughs> for like 10 minutes while laying there until you fall asleep. Then you'll go into a lucid dream and you'll dream about orcas and you'll swim. You'll sit on top of one and you'll swim around and it'll probably eat you. But that's okay because you're (laughs) only in a dream. And then when you wake up, you need to go on Apple Podcasts and review our podcast 
and tell us what happened. And then after that, sprint as fast as you can into your parents' bedroom or your significant other or just another room if you live alone. If you live alone, just go to your neighbor's house. Sprint there, though. Run in and either yell, morning, or YOLO and see which gets the better reaction and let us know on our Spotify when you leave a review there. And if you do do it in the evening, yell evening. Exactly. And leave that review on Stitcher. If you do um, cosplay as uh, Dalen's sleep paralysis demon, and then you sprint (laughs) into his room while he's sleeping, you will successfully impact his life in a scary way. That's an accurate statement. And then while you're there, I can tell you about how birds aren't real and we love orcas. Exactly. All right, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, shoot us an email at pwbnetwork at gmail.com. You can check out our website at podcastwithoutborders.com. Look us up uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Can't forget that we have Instagram. Uh, it's just Podcast Without Borders. You can also find us on Stitcher now. Um, it was brought to my attention that uh, we're not on Stitcher. Um, none of the Podcast Without Borders shows are on Stitcher, but now we are. So... If you are uh, an Android user and you've been struggling to find us on the Stitcher app, you now can. So go ahead and subscribe. Let us know what you think on all the podcast apps. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, go buy an iPhone. Get on Apple Podcasts. Write a review. Give us five stars. Did you hear that? Buy an iPhone. No, no, but you see. So Dalen, Dalen, go buy an iPhone. (laughs) Once you rate and review our show, throw it in the garbage or in the gamma wave. Um, and then go back to your Android. Um, but with that being said, uh, we'll talk to you in the next episode, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to 900 Things I Hate, part of the Podcast Without Borders Network. If you would like to learn more about our show and others, you can visit our website at podcastwithoutborders.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash podcastwithoutborders. You can reach us by email at pwbnetwork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.